the Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're talking about sin. What is it? What happens when we do? And does it even matter? And do we have a wrong view of sin in the first place? Fuller, are you ready? Let's go. Mark Hyde, my buddy. What's Dude, going on? I am doing good, my friend. Good. Ooh, I hope good. this coffee will be kicking in here real soon. You know what's really exciting, though? I know I know the coffee is needing to energize your body, but uh, game day tomorrow. College football at the time of recording, time recording is really Notre starting Dame. to kick off here into the season. Here comes the Irish. Choo-choo for old Notre Dame. If wake you, up the I mean, her name. We instantly just put ourselves in a very hated category, I think. Because I'm That's sure right. we got some... We got some listeners that are probably from Ohio. That's right. Or Michigan. Jesus forgives you of your sins. Oh, speaking of sin. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sin like Notre Dame. Actually, okay, so someone once asked me once, because, you know, I I was a Baptist preacher. I was a Baptist minister. They were like, Mark, how could you be a Baptist minister and talk talk about Notre Dame from the pulpit? They're a Catholic school. And and, and they were like, how can you cheer for Notre Dame when you know that they're just, you know, they follow the Antichrist. I like your funny voice. And all this. And I'm like, well, see, here's what happens, all right? So on Saturday, we follow Mary. The rest of the week, we follow Jesus. (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) He walked away speechless. And I'm like, (sighs) that worked. It was a correct... No, it was not correct. It was totally it wrong. Totally wrong, but it shut him up. But anyways, Mark, uh, what are we drinking tonight, my friend? My dude, we are drinking something that we haven't drank in a little bit. This is actually, oh, wow. actually, this is one of Joel DeMott's favorites from Dudes it, and Dads. It is, Joel. Shout out to this you. This is Dancing Crane Dark mm. Roast. Um, I don't I don't think it's Ethiopian. I think it's just one of their house dark roasts. Yeah, that's what it tastes. It doesn't taste like the Ethiopian. No, for some reason, that's what's in my head. But yeah, it's just a dark roast from, from northern Michigan. It's very Dancing good. Crane. Very and good. So Joel DeMott, when he does his, uh, what's that YouTube? Oh, no, Facebook thing. He does... Uh, he does fake Michigan fake, or whatever, yeah, fake or fake history in Michigan or fake something. Michigan it's history, hilarious, whatever it is. And so when he's up there, he loves Dancing Crane. He's he does. Dead. So this he is does. Dancing Crane coffee from up in Michigan. So Joel, this one's for you, but I haven't been there. But this is this. It's a good hit. This is a really good hit right now. It's all for Joel Demont right here. This is it. This is sponsored by Joel Demont. He will Joel, be sending us his money here in a minute. Joel Demont, this one's for you. Just Venmo us, bro. It is totally okay. <laughs> but no, we're so we're drinking this coffee in our yep. RTC coffee mug. And True. speaking of our mugs, we had a dude reach out to us on Facebook a little while back. We he, did. And he's like, dude, I need me an RTC coffee mug. Can I get one? Because he went on to our web store because and he went to realtalkchristianpodcast.com and then clicked the store. Clicked the menu button and clicked, went to the store. Right. Well, if you're on mobile, if you're yeah. on mobile, yep. And he's like, dude, I, like, there's not a mug there. Can I get a mug? And I'm like, yeah, bro, we got you. The mug is special. You have to contact us directly to get the mug. The mug of destiny. Anyways, Anywho. so that's what we're drinking. But hey, Mark, do we have any reviews or and or comments? Speaking, Speaking of, so we don't have reviews on Apple iTunes, which I just want to say, Boo. that's how we get the stuff out. So even if you don't listen on an iPhone, it's totally okay. Spotify is actually coming really close to our number one listening platform right now, not Apple iTunes. So if you listen on Apple iTunes, hook a brother's. 
Hook a brothers. Brothers. Hook, hook up. a podcast up. Even if you're like, you know what, Mark? I listen to it on Google or Spotify or just Podbean go on or iTunes and just leave us look, a review. Just Google please. and leave us a review because that would be legit dope. Or just share it. But so the guy who reached out to us about the mug, I'm like, dude, can we read what you wrote me at first when you first reached out to us? He's like, yeah, dude, totally. So this is Brandon Edwards. He's a student down in Texas. I think he's at Texas Tech. Um, he said, hey, I y'all. Miles he actually miles said, y'all. Texas. Hey, y'all. He said, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. He's like, hey. What's up, Brandon? I don't, I, I don't make fun of you, Brandon. Up you're, here in the north, we say, what's up? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? You know. From <laughs> Chicago, we drink our coffee. We don't drink coffee. In a, we drink in a our, coffee. We drink our coffee. But so, hey, y'all. I'm from Texas, and I absolutely love your show. It's a great way to find some Jesus time in the college life. And as you know, it, it, as you know what that's like. Um, well, I went to Bible college. so uh, I did, too. So we we don't really we don't. know what it's. We're clueless. We've heard, we've heard we've about seen it. Video, you know, movies and shows. We have not tasted, but we have seen the college experience. And I am helping teenagers not get into that. College. <laughs> I'm hoping we, we steer people away. So so <laughs> so yes, we do know what it's like. But he says, anyways, I would absolutely love a real talk Christian podcast coffee mug. Is there any way we could purchase it? Um, and then I asked him, so how'd you hear about his lows in early July? I was trying to find more and more things to make my faith grow. I do a lot of DoorDash, so I figured a podcast would be perfect. I tried a few and they were just not my thing. But the second I found yours, I was immediately pulled in and just could not stop listening. I'm on episode 25. He went back and re- he's, a he's a rewinder. He's a rewinder. And he's listened to almost every single day. He listens to us. And that was like, what, a week ago? That was, I accidentally opened YouTube. That was... Uh, Two weeks ago? About three, three weeks ago. So he's probably caught up to us so by Brandon's, now. Brandon's, by this point, I would, I would hope so. I would, I would think so. But no, Brandon, dude, thank you for that that hit up on Facebook. We had a, I, I had a great conversation. I need to reach back out to him. But bro... We also want to send you a mini swag bag too. So I believe we sent him a little bit of coffee too, didn't we? Did we send no, him no, no, we sent another that Texas was, listener. We sent right. we sent right. Sarah. We sent Sarah, Sarah. another Texas listener. Some Every coffee. once in a while, we we throw in a random bag of coffee. One, you know, has to do it. I roast a little extra, so got to do it. So, so you Brandon, never, you never know when you're going to be the person. So go ahead and leave us the review. Yep, and you may. Be the person that received So, Brandon, God. dude, seriously, bro, hit us up. Get us your address. We'll send you a mini swag bag, Definitely, too. definitely. So, Mark, let's dive into it. The question of sin. The question of huh? sin, dude. Like, <laughs> so this episode actually stems from the Ask RTC Anything it episode. Does. It does. Um, our boy Jagger, which Jagger was featured on the Teens, Teens and, and College, College Kids conversation from way back that in the day. That was episode... Eight, nine? Eight, nine, or ten and eleven. I don't know. I'll look. You talk. I'll all look. I remember is Disney is two, and I think Pot was four. Pot was four. That's all <laughs> yeah. I remember those two for some reason. But So Jagger <laughs> reached out to us because someone wrote something on Instagram, and he was responding to it. He goes, dude, what do I do about this? And someone said... That we have a archaic view of sin. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. You were right. There you go. And based, I don't remember exactly what the post was or what the question was, but the fact of do we have an old view of sin? Do we need to have a re better definition of sin? Or do is sin really that big of a deal? Ooh. And so and so when he had that conversation, and you know, we we talk about this all the time, all the time. and thinking about it. And um, because in our culture right now, our culture is very much a Christian liberty type culture where you know i love jesus but i drink a little bit it's i love the jesus, coffee, but I cuss a little coffee bit. mug my christianity. christianity and and we can go into that a little bit but it made me start thinking and then you know i've been reflecting on my life a lot mm. and thinking about you know 
I've been wrestling with with guilt and shame from stuff I've done in the past, and, and you know it creeps in my thoughts. And right. whether the enemy puts it in my head or I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I should just go to bed when it's midnight and not stay up thinking about these things. Right. But you know, when 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 the whispers come in of because you are a sinner or you did this, why on earth would God ever use you? Hmm. So, um, so let me ask you, yeah. Mark, in, in those situations. Um, you know, how should we respond to those types of situations? I mean, it, you, you sit there and you go, well, I'm, I'm struggling with this even in my personal life. So obviously, like how do we a, respond? How do we respond? Yeah. To how, how, did, how did you respond to it? How should we respond to it? I went to counseling. <laughs> I saw the counselor. I saw a counselor. But no, what about but the Holy Spirit? I mean, isn't he called the great counselor? He's the comforter. Isn't he? It's counselor. He is the comforter. A lot of translations. Yeah. Actually, the, tr- the proper translation, right? If you go in, if NET. Great translation. Get the translation notes. I mentioned it in our in our translation thing, but uh, they actually give their translations note, and they said that the actual more accurate word would be counselor, like that of a a person in a courtroom. Did you know that an, an advisor? No, no, I I counselor. really didn't actually. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. So I think I'm hearing this. We're sorry. Well, no, 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 I'm here. I'm, I'm think I'm hearing the crickets in our microphone. So if someone's going oh. hearing the little chirp, 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 we open the windows because it is hot, nice outside, but hot, hot in, in here. here. So it feels good. So anyway, so how, anyways, how, so how do we go about and how do we respond? Um, how do we respond? Yeah, to I mean, I think different sins result in different things. Like you know, there's some sins like you know. Um, looking out from over the rooftop and finding a girl and then knocking her up and David. <laughs> getting her pregnant and then killing her husband and then taking her as your own wife and then all I mean you know there's David. there's that and then there's the the classic um over exaggerating of a story which is also a lie a like fi- a fib a fib the rumor weed you know it <laughs> I'm the rumor weed. And it gets nice and big Mm-mm-mm. um sorry <laughs> Classic I, Veggie I Tales. I a song for everything. I really do. I actually do. introduced Elliot to the second Veggie Tale that's on Netflix right now. Like the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. The second one's on Netflix right now. Oh, I don't have Not Netflix. Not the original, anymore. but I don't, like, ha- I don't have Netflix anymore. I'm I'm lame. I mean, I don't ever watch Netflix except I, Elliot's like, I Well, have, I purposely got rid of Netflix, but that's there's a lot of crap on it. Well, it was when they tried to portray, portray Jesus Christ as gay. Oh, that one. Uh, that was the final straw. And now there's the stuff with the, the one movie with the girls and. I forgot what that one's called, but um, it just I can't. It's that, not okay to me. To, yeah, no. well, that and then again the I mean the sacrilegious side yeah, of that. Yeah, that's just too far. I I mean I, when I work, I listen to Madam Secretary, so I just that, put on, I put that's on CBS the all thing access. I, miss. Go. <laughs> I put on CBS all access. It's cheaper. Yeah, but but so anywho, so um so so when it comes to sin and all these different things, you know, something that that I've been working on and, and working with my counselor, and, and I don't want you know it's. It, I wrestle with my own pride of how I look in, in dealing with certain things and dealing with, with stuff of my past and when it creeps up or not even sins of my past, but other people's sins who have affected me that creep in and, and mm-hmm. get those whispers. Um, something that I have started to do, I mean, we're, man, we're jumping in deep. We're not even like Let's going go. slow build up. Let's go. Um, I do a couple different things. One thing I've actually have done is I write down in a journal every single thing that's on my mind. Mm. I just do a massive brain dump. And then I rip it out, and then I throw it away. Mm. I don't keep it. I rip it out, and I throw like it away. Like a data wipe. L- legit. Like, because there's certain things that are be outside of my control, things that I cannot control. Like, I can't control how other people respond 
to me. I can't re- control how other people sin against me because that's right. their actions and they're doing towards me. I can only control my reactions in mm. the process. Um, but something that that my counselor's been working on, and maybe we're jumping in this conversation too far, is he said when that whole thing happened with David and Bathsheba, right? Mm-hmm. What did David do? Um, you know, the whole thing happened. Nathan confronted him. I think it's Prophet Nathan, right? Yep. Was it Nathan? Yep. It wasn't Nathaniel. It was. I Nathan. think it was Nathan. Nathan. He told him the the the, the parable about there the sheep and the shepherd a and a very. Oh wait, no. There's a song for that. Veggie Tales, dude. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize that. There once was a lad, a very poor lad. He had next to nothing, just a little lamb. You don't remember that one? No, I do now because Junior Fergus was from the George shepherd. and the Rubber Ducky. That's the episode. Man, I haven't seen that one in a long good episode. Long anyway, time. sorry, I didn't. Anywho, <laughs> um, but so after after Nathan confronted David on a sin, and David repented, he flat out was like, "Holy crap, I have messed up. I have right. sinned before God." Um, there wasn't any like he couldn't raise Uriah from the dead. He couldn't like unimpregnate Bathsheba. Um, but you know, the, they lost the baby as consequence. They lost, and I don't want to say that the the baby loss or, or, or that, I don't know. It, it, that's a hard ethical, it was, moral question, but it, well, it, it was, God said that they he, lost the baby gonna, because of his, it sin. wasn't just losing it. It was, he was going to take the baby because of sin. Mm-hmm. It was a consequence of sin. Yeah. And, but in that, and after people, the, I can hear him like, how could God do that? Right. Well, I don't know. I, I you got to look into it. Right. You gotta read the read Old Testament. The understand the law. And with with that, what did David do after the baby? He grieved. He took a bath. He legit took a bath. Right. And he's like, "There's nothing else I can do. Right. So I just have to keep moving forward. Right. Um. And because he actually was like fasting and praying. I mean, and it nonstop. wasn't. And that's what, it wasn't like a oh suck my, my my bad my bad G like I'm sorry like it wasn't like a very it was a very like oh God. Please you are don't huge, do this. you are big. Yeah. I am like I messed up. Right. Like, and not oh God in the swearing way, but like like praying. Yeah, way, right, right, right. Um anyways. But anyways, so so that's how David responded to that sin. I think we can get into that in a little bit, but I I, I think we almost need to have like defined terms a little bit because some people might go, Well, what is a sin? Because oh, you know yeah, a couple was, episodes ago we talked just, about is ta- are, are tattoos a sin? Right. And then we also talk about, okay, what does it mean to we talked about this a lot in the, I think season one, we talked a lot about what does it mean to be holy, mm. being set apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it, can you can you be holy and also sin in certain ways versus not? Do we have a bad view of sin? Do we guilt mm. people into saying, well, that's a sin? And it's like, no, it's... <laughs> So it's, many scriptures are popping to my mind right so now. So I think it'd be I think it'd be good to well, just talk about what even so like what the heck is sin for someone who maybe doesn't know let's, new to the faith or whatever. All right, let's start at the beginning. When okay. when did the first sin happen? Uh, first sin happened was when Eve disobeyed. Disobeyed. Disobedience. It, well, Adam and Eve. So you're right. Right. Yep. So they listened and were deceived because the serpent said they were deceived did God by the serpent. Really say? But they knew yeah. the truth. They chose not to remember the truth they chose to believe the deception right and that was an active sin they chose right. to this they, is what was god says and th- they had the perk of god actually looking at them like a father and be like don't do this and they'd yeah. be like okay yeah yes i'm going to go do it anyways yeah. it's like my it's like my toddler and my kids <laughs> but don't yeah, do so this okay first sin happen, do it. happens in the first book of the bible within the first what five chapters six chapters somewhere Three. in there is it three? Chapter three is the pro. So within, yeah, yeah okay. So so within the first five chapters is all that takes yeah. place, and then 
Then uh, so then we Cain go- killed Abel <laughs> yeah. right after that. <laughs> right, that's the next story. And then we eventually lead into Noah, where the world was so much in sin. God said, I'm going to start over. So after that, um, we go into Abraham. You got a beard hair there in your yeah, mouth. I do, I did. So we go into Abraham, we go into Isaac, we go into Jacob, and the sons of Jacob, right? The 12, 12, the 12, 12 tribes. The 12 sons that become 12 tribes. And then after that... Um, what happens to them? They end up in Egypt, right? Right. And they're there for 400 years. And then after that, good coffee. (laughs) After that, this is a quick history, Bible history. After that, we, uh, we have Moses coming on the scene and God says, go get my people out of there. So God goes, gets the people out of there. Uh, God goes, Moses goes per God gets the people out of there. And then what happens, Mark? There's something significant that happens. Shortly after they come out of Egypt, they've crossed the the uh, Red Sea, Dead Sea, Red Sea, one of the two. The Red Sea. Red Sea. And uh, there's something that happens on Mount Sinai. Oh, the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments are given. So that is the start of what we would call. That was the first tablet that Moses downloaded all the stuff from the cloud. <laughs> the classic Jeez. boomer joke. That's a boomer joke. That's not... <laughs> That's a boomer joke. That's a Gen Z joke. Anyways, uh, so this is the first time um, we really see in written form what we would call the the Mosaic Law, which is the law, the the, the Ten Commandments. This is the first written down law that God has given that we are now recording and we are to carry out this law. Mm -hmm. And um, this is happening in Exodus. So then we go from Exodus to What's the next book of, of the Bible? What's the next Leviticus, book? The Leviticus, the book of the law. Leviticus, the book of the law. So this is where all the law is handed down. So what was the purpose of the law, Mark? Um, I like Matt Chandler's quote on that. It's the fact of it's not a, it's, it's like it's not a standard, it's an MRI. Back in the day, though, it was a standard. That you, this was, this I'm was talking, God. I'm talking oh, about the that. Israelites. Back then, what oh, was the law? It was the same law that we have. It was these are the rules that you are to live by as my people. Why? Because they were a wholly chosen, set-apart people. Set-apart. That's the key word. Okay. So every other nation basically did what they want. So there was these these laws that they had. There was a ceremonial law, sacrificial law, and a uh, cultural law. Right. And so these three laws, these three categories of laws, actually put Israel into making them a peculiar people, Right. They were very peculiar compared to the rest of the world and set apart for God. So why all the rules just to set somebody apart? I think we can speculate on that why, but I think God give, is the one who truly Give knows. me your speculation. Okay, ask your question again. Well, I th- think about it. <laughs> why were all these laws given to, to make them set apart? What is the, in the one let, side? Let, let, it was let me, to show let, the nation. Let me rephrase it was to show this. the other nations. Let me rephrase this a little bit. What okay. was the purpose of the law besides setting them apart? What was that purpose? What is the purpose of the law to Christians today? Today, it was to show us that we can't live up to that holy God standard. Exactly. That's what Matt Chandler talks about the MRI. Like it, the law shows us that we are not. I'm not like asking Matt Chandler. I'm asking well, Mark. Saying, I like how he talked about the MRI. He <laughs> calls it an MRI. Like the law is an MRI. That where, confuses. You talked about new believers. We're talking. Oh, it shows us that we suck. <laughs> we, there you go. We, it shows us that we can't live up to the standard that God has. Right. So um, so basically, we have a bearing. 
we have a bearing of what God considers right and wrong, right? A moral code. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. We have the moral code. Um, so this is the this is the line in the sand that says, "Hey, on this side, if you do these things, this is how I, what I view as righteous." And if you cross this line, aka the law, you are sinning, right? And what is a sin? Well, it's an act of lawlessness. Well, what's lawlessness means? It means without the law, against yep. the law. So in an act of going against the law, the Mosaic law of that time, the time of the five books of Moses, that very beginning, all those laws, 613, if I remember correctly, laws were given between Genesis and Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. So um, with all, and then a lot of other laws came about um, through the prophets and, and some alterations and different things came about as time, time progressed, especially uh, when we went from a tabernacle to a temple. There was a whole other set of laws that came. Uh, <clears throat> but it went to show that there was all these things. This is who God is, right? Right. Yep. This is God's righteousness. If you want to be righteous before the holy God, the one true God, this is what you have to do. And is there any person in history that did that? Everyone to the law. I think there was this dude named Jesus. Yeshua Messiah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Yeshua, Joshua. But Yeah. So it's it talks about how not a jot nor a tittle, right? So this is, would be the 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 same as like if you had a if you had a dot above the eye, that's a jot. Mm-hmm. And a tittle is like if you had a P and then that little leg to make it an R. That little, that little itty bitty thing. Oh, that's what that is. That's a tittle. Oh, I thought a tittle was when you cross a T. Like that, you know, that's you a your tittle, that's a tittle right there. It's something that kind of changes one letter to another. There's letter. your fun fact for the night, folks. So that's a tittle. So not one jot nor tittle will pass away from the law. You want to finish it? What 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 happened pr- prior to that? Let me lead you into it a little bit. What what did Jesus say? I have not come to. Destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. Not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. And not one jot nor tittle will pass away uh, before the end of the earth, before all things are fulfilled. That's what I was going to say. I was thinking until the perfect comes, but I'm like, right. that's about tongues. So what does that mean? Is the law still applicable? But if, if it's, well, if, I, if it's I, applicable. Don't give, don't give the Christian ease. I just, is the law still applicable? Because it I, is. I mean, it is still applicable. It is. But why and what happened to make it so we don't have to, that we can still stand righteous before God? I mean, we read that all throughout Romans where the fact of Jesus became sin who knew no sin so that way we might become the righteousness of God in him. We cannot gain righteousness on our own. Right. So how, how, how do we stand righteous before God? It's not our righteousness. It's righteousness through Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's God. It, look at it like, and I don't mean to say this as like a blasph- blasphemous or like, trying to downplay Jesus, but it's almost like I was blind and now I see we're going to use this. So Jesus is the glasses. I'm so blind. I can't see, but Jesus is the glasses that helps me see clearly. So we see that, but it's a different, it's almost like God's wearing a pair of glasses and sees us. We're like these ugly, nasty creatures. And then the glasses of Jesus goes on God's eyes. And now he sees us as this beautiful. I picture it. I picture it as a coat. Like we, we put on Jesus. In fact, because um, the fact of we put on, because, you know, this is, a, 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 this is actually right. an argument between Protestants and, and Catholics mm-hmm. where pa- Protestants say, you know, 
the the Holy Spirit lives within us, but mm-hmm. we ourselves don't become righteous. We put on God's righteousness. That's correct. Rather than Christ. the a Catholic Christ. will Christ say, no, no, Christ makes you perfect on the inside. So that mm. when you stand before God, he doesn't see Christ's no. righteousness on you. God looks it. at us through Christ. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, we're saying the same thing. We're just saying right. it in two different ways. I, I was saying, I, we talked right. about, in fact, Pastor Scott one time put on like Laura's robe in church because he didn't have one. <laughs> he said, now I look like Laura. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But, but yeah, anyways, but anyway, so, so, so yeah, so, so we talked about that. We're like, so the law, the law, which well, differentiates between not sin and sin, right. the moral righteous code, and unrighteous, is right. still prevalent today. It's right. still present. The only difference is, is when we accept Jesus, accept that free gift of grace, we are seen through a different color of or a different state. And, and We're well, seen through a different state. We, we can get into that about talking about, okay, so, so what does that mean for the Christian when we sin? But I still... You know, we talk about the law and all these different things, but let's mm-hmm. let's let's funnel it down into this is what a definition of so, sin is. So the definition of sin, right, is a rebellion against God and His moral code. To make it put it in layman's terms, right. I always said, you know, sin is going against what God says and who God is. Right. Yeah. Same thing. You just expounded yeah. rebellion a little bit more, but yeah, that's that's, 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 that's exactly. The, so we had to track through history, though, right, to see. I wanted I wanted to make sure people understand we de- define early on what sin was, but it's a good thing we brought it back up and yeah said it yeah again. yeah. And then I wanted to make sure it's clear because a lot of people, a lot of Christians believe, oh, the Mosaic Law doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. It's Old Testament stuff. I don't have to worry about it. No, it's still there. It is still there. It's only through Christ that we're not under the law that we are free. We are no longer slaves of the law. That's the difference. Okay, so so here so here's a question then that that comes out of this, right? So you know I got my systematic here in front of me. I always yeah, I always do. love it. Um, it talks about what sin uh, causes to affect. It affects our destiny, which I think is super dope. It affects where we'll end up for forever. It affects our will, um, in terms of uh, how we're trying to follow God. It will actually pull us down in that. It affects our actual physical bodies, mm-hmm. like because even talking about you know sex is a sin that you're not sinning right. against God, but you're sinning against yourself. But it also sin affects others too. Right. So sin affects so many different things. But there's the two sides of the Christian equation where there's the fact of I live under grace, so who really cares what I do? Mm-hmm. Because you know doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't God's grace abound? But then on the flip side, there's the Christians who, and I've known Christians like this, is they walk around and you look at them, and I'm like, dude, dude. Did someone just like destroy like destroy your livelihood because you're walking around like woe was me and I'm just awful and I'm like and, and there's like no I'm just dealing with the sin I can't get over it but they're always in this defeated mindset yeah. and it seems like there's never a happy not not never a happy middle but it's like you always see the Christians where it's like and I'm not saying like I because you know I love Jesus but. I do. Boom, 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 boom. But it's okay because God's grace covers all that. And then there's the other side where it's like... I do all these things and I'm still a sinner. And I'm still and, a right. worthless, filthy, so, rotten worm that you are. I'm going to deal with that guy. Deal with, deal with the worm? Yeah, I'm going to deal with the worm. You deal with the uh, free-flowing hippie. I, I like this. Because okay. I think you you can... Re- As you, I'm wearing my Liberty do. University yeah. shirt where we talk about so the why don't freedom you, and So why don't you go first? Uh-huh. Why don't you deal with the hippie? Go deal with the hippie that just does whatever. <laughs> you know, we, we read in Romans that one verse, the famous verse, of should we keep sitting so grace may abound and Paul's, Paul's like God forbid. Well, he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes. Eh, let's let's think about this. 
Time out. Time out. <laughs> hold up. Hold, hold, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Put a little oh, love geez. in it. Yep. Here we go. But, Liberal. So <laughs> that's a Liberty. Christian song. But uh, yeah. go on. But no. So you got this. These people where it's like you know I love Jesus. So it, it, I think there's a difference though in the Christian who says. I love Jesus, but I I still struggle. I still have my struggles. I still have my burdens. I'm still a work in progress. When I get really upset, yeah, you know, cuss words fly out of my mouth, and it's just not good. Yeah, when I get really upset, I I get really angry towards my kids and towards right. my friends. Um, you know, I find myself in lonely spots, and I struggle with porn. I I struggle with insecurities. I struggle with how people view me. I struggle mm-hmm. with carry more about how people view me than how God views me. I mm. struggle with body image. I struggle with these things. But, you know, those people will flat out say, but I don't have to be held down by those because God's grace is sufficient for me every single day along the road. Right. But then there's the other people who just lean into it really, really, really hard. Don't deal with those people. Those are my people. Oh, you're still dealing with the hippies. Oh, I'm scratching. I have an itch. Oh. I'm not dealing I'm like, with... No, no. I thought you were That's dealing... Right, I'm like, I, got, I got this side and this side. And this is my side. I was like, wait a second. No, I, I'm just itchy. I got gotcha, an itch right there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, no, but then there's the people on the, the, the far side where it's like, you know, eat, drink, and be merry and do whatever. And right. when, when the Apostle Paul wrote that, and then also when First John wrote a lot of his stuff, there was a certain Christian sect. I hate it when I have to sect. say like... Yeah. Like ask... You said it, you said it good. Sect. Because I emphasized. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's so there's a there's a Christian group that flat or a, a type of Christian group that said our we're we're just spiritual beating, beings. Our bodies don't matter. So who cares if we have sex and get drunk and do all these different things? Because mm. it's not our bodies that do anything. It's our souls that matter. And, and our we, bodies, are, well, we get new glorified bodies. Get, anyway, so it's all so good. It's all good. Yeah. But the Apostle Paul says, and and even John was like, no, 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 no. That's when you see your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Our right. body, actually, the Christian is one of the few religious groups that say, no, your body itself is valuable. Like the fact of you're going to get a resurrected body, you're going to still. But we're still image bearers. I still believe we're going to look very, like we're going to look the same way. I mean, you know, we're going to get our perfected bodies and like we, we're we going to look the exact same. But <laughs> maybe we don't really know. You know. My hair might be poofier and bigger. We'll find out. But maybe skinnier. Um, I mean, gluttony is a sin. So that's true. There's no you sin. look good, Bob. You've been working hard. You've been working hard. Um, but wow, that just went a big rabbit trail. Yeah. Sorry. But you know, you got these people who do this, and it's the fact of no, we're image bearers of God. Like we we have a a duty to take care of of and be good stewards of what we've been given. Right. So when there's people out there who are just getting plastered and doing all these things, it's like you know what? It doesn't matter because my soul's the only thing that matters. Sin has this way. Of if it starts physical and you're like, you know what? It's just a little bit here. It's a little bit there. Mm. And you're totally okay. Where eventually the more and more it creeps in, the more it takes over your thoughts. Hansel and Gretel. Your minds. And that's what I talk about. It affects your will. Right. And it affects all these different things. And what does, what is sin? Sep- well, you know, we talk in Romans three, you know, and in Romans six, that sin separates us from God. Right. So the more you're involved in something that God hates actively, you start silencing the Holy Spirit. You quench it. That, that's yeah, the whole idea quench. of quenching yep. the Holy Spirit. Um, so if there's someone out there who you know, and I'm not talking to the person where it's like, look, look, I'm I'm trying to fight. I struggle. I get knocked down, hmm. but I get up again. You ain't never gonna keep me down. Like you this got is that type this of is person. where Paul talks about. I do the things I don't want to do, but the right, things right. I do want to do, I don't do. And I don't want us to be thing. us to be sitting here going like, oh, we don't struggle with anything. Like we totally okay. No, yeah, right. No, no. This last year has shown me more of where <laughs> I fall short in in right. the sins and my weaknesses. And 
Um, and I, 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 I normally don't fall on the one side of God will cover my sin. I, I struggle with the, the side um, I'm going to, I with. am who I am, what I have done. I am who I do, which I'm, is why I'm going to deal with three that. wing too. But <sighs> I had to just throw that in there. If you listen to any grand conversation, you can hear about our jokes about that one. But, um, but no, but I'm, I'm wired to, I have a problem with that in terms of whatever I do is how people view me. So that's who I actually am. Right. And that's why when I stepped away from the pastorate role and I was no longer a husband and I'm not a full-time, I still am a full-time, but I don't see my kids every day now. Right. I struggled with an identity crisis bad. Right. Because yeah, cause it all hit at once. It all hit at once. I mean, it was a boom, solid. Mo- well, not the pastor thing. Well, kind of, but I, it was all in the same. I season. resigned later. Yeah. Same season. So I struggled with that. And that's why I had to go back to, no, my identity is not in what I do. My identity is found in who God made me. Mm-hmm. And, I'm I'm a child of his. Mm-hmm. And so for so for the person that is just flauntly doing whatever the heck they want to do, I can guarantee it because it has affected my life. The more you flirt with sin and the more you do it, it will screw you over and it will hurt everyone around you mm. in ways you don't even know. Yeah. And I say that from a place of pain. Mm. And I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus because even my sin has affected people more right. than more than I want to admit. Um I mean, if I sin against you, it's going to hurt our relationship. I mean, it's just going to do. So when we sin against God, how much does that hurt our relationship? Mm. And, you know, praise God that we have Jesus who is, yeah, but, but grace is here. Grace abounds. You don't need to live in that reality. And so grace covers that and we get to live in that freedom and where we're weak, grace covers, Mm -hmm. but it's not the fact of do whatever you want and let grace cover it. It's more the fact of shoot. I do all these things and you know, there's, there's a godly repentance that leads to restoration and, and we need to pursue that. And that's in second, actually I'll pull the scripture up right now. We haven't brought scripture up. Um, bring it second Corinthians seven, nine through 11 says, I now rejoice not because you were grief. Oh, by the way, uh, this is courtesy of my counselor. Um, for I now rejoice not because you were grieved, but because your grief led to repentance for you were grieved as God willed, so that you didn't experience any loss from us. For godly grief re- produces repentance that leads to salvation. I love this word, without regret. Mm. But worldly grief produces death. Now, that's an interesting conversation. I don't know if we have time to get into that tonight. Um, but it says, For consider how much diligently this very thing, this grieving as God wills, has produced in you what a desire to clear yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what deep longing, what zeal, what justice. In every way, you short, you showed yourselves to be pure in this manner. Mm. And there's that whole idea of you know godly grief, and, and, and the way it was described to me was the fact of, it's the fact of, God, I sinned against you. I am sorry that I hurt your name and your reputation by doing this, rather than, oh, man, I got caught. It really hurt. It makes me look bad. So mm. it's, it's, it's going to be whatever. So you're re- more reliant on the worldly sorrow of like, oh, shoot, I was caught. My bad. Versus like, no, God, I, I sinned against Chris, you. I'm not saying I did. I'm just an example. But I also more so sinned against you. Right. So, so dive into that yeah. Romans six twelve through fourteen. I, I know you have it. In oh your yeah, notes here. Uh, this is this is an interesting one because it says, "Let not sin therefore reign in your." Apparently, I pulled out an old translation. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been uh, brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law, but are under grace. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, you even read in First Corinthians and Romans, Second Corinthians, where you, Ephesians, Galatians, where it says, Colossians. You uh, used to be like this, but you're no longer this. Right. You're now this because of, of God's grace. So I would mm-hmm. say for someone who's in the camp of, you know, do whatever the heck I want, dress how I want, act how I want, talk how I want, drink how I want, do whatever the heck I want to do. But you know what? I still go to church on Sundays. I still I still love Jesus, but right. I do all these different things. I'm playing it with you, man. It's gonna screw you up. It is gonna hurt everybody. Yeah. And mainly I, you. Yeah. But and, and and your relationship with God. Right. And I can attest that too. I did that myself. Yeah. I was heavily involved in drugs and saying, I still love God. I still love Jesus. Yeah. That's for Jesus. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> I look back at it now. I'm like, man, if I had died, would I have gone to, to heaven? Had I made my calling and my election sure? Was I saved? I don't think so. Hmm. I, I wasn't there. I may have claimed to be a Christian, but there's fruits of the spirit that happen right. when you're a Christian. And the Bible says we are like we should judge the Christian. Right. Because you, you can tell a, by, a their fruits. by its fruit. But here's the thing. What does Christ do with those who don't produce fruit? The branch that doesn't produce they fruit, get pruned. he hewns, is what it would say in the old scripture. Or they wax not. off. Yeah, so he just cuts it off and throws it into the fire to be burned. Like, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> like, so, yes, grace grace abounds for sin. But grace abounds for but those who follow Jesus. You might, <laughs> you might want to make Check sure you Check yourself bear, before you wreck yourself. Make sure you're bearing fruit before you just go ahead and keep claiming that script, scripture. Okay? You're listening, Karen. Karen. You're listening, Karen. Carol. Baskin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't know Carol? Tiger King? Oh, no, oh, no. Okay. My Yeah, the, the what everyone else called her popped in my head. And I'm oh. like, nope. She's going to be out dancing with the stars, by the way. I heard. Anyway, so let me jump into the other side. The Yeah, so the person who's the what was do, me. The downtrodden the, law abider. A law abider. I like that down, the down, or even just the downtrodden Christian. Mm. Yeah. So my, my first question is, do you see your righteousness as something that you do or that God does? So those of us who try to work out our salvation in fear and trembling mm-hmm. and try to abide by the law, are we doing it for righteousness? Because if we are, it's for not. Because our righteousness doesn't come from our works, mm-hmm. but it comes through Christ. Salvation is a free gift. A gift. The gift of grace is free. It's nothing that we do or could do or can do. We are not made righteous through our works. We are made righteous through him, and out of that righteousness produces fruit for those who love him. There's only two commandments that we're actually commanded to follow in which everything else falls in, and that is one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, if you mm-hmm. want to add that one in there from the different gospel. but Right. And then love your neighbor as yourself, and Christ quantified that even better in John 16, where he said, love your brother as I have loved you. That's deep, right? Why is it deep? Man, Christ loves us a lot. He dealt with a lot of junk from all of us. Mm -hmm. And so those are the two commandments we have to, it's all about love. It's not about what you do. And I feel like the Christian that stands in that condemnation of, uh, man, I screwed up today. I didn't follow this. I didn't follow that. I I, I slipped up and uh, did whatever. I cussed. I, I drank. I whatever. Whatever it may be. Okay. 
hey, listen, first of all, conviction is not a bad thing. It means the Holy Spirit's working in you. Right. So that's yep. a good thing. And we talk about that in this one sin that God can't forgive, we, or the fact of if you feel conviction for that right. sin, might be a good sign. Right. So we also know um, from John, in John 17, that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes on our behalf. On our behalf. So the sins that we we have... Um, we have an easy way to get through them, right? Mm-hmm. It's spelled out for us. We repent and turn. Well, what does that mean? What is true repentance? Repentance means to walk away, never to return. So if you're stuck struggling with a constant sin, check your heart. If it's the same sin over and over and over and over and over again, check your heart because you may not really be repenting of it because repenting is really acknowledging Man, I have sinned against a holy God. Or you've fallen so deep that you might need someone to help get you out. Right, yeah, exactly. And that's why we're supposed to lean on each other. I mean, that's the whole purpose of the brotherhood. When you're not strong. Just don't lean too hard because I'm smaller than you. Hey, is that a fat (laughs) joke? (laughs) Um, It's a bigger than me joke. Oh, okay. Everyone's bigger than me. I'm not that big. That's true. Anyways, so I would say um, if you're struggling with that, one, you you need to find a brother that can help you through that you have to realize that there is grace Mm -hmm. that there is mercy it's like the complete opposite of what we just told those people that were all grace you can't be all grace and you can't be all law there's a fine middle you can't be all like what was me conviction Mm -hmm. you can't be all grace there's a middle ground and that's where you got to find that middle ground there is grace for you Continue to fight the good fight. No, we don't want to sin. We want to bear fruit. We want to be the ambassadors. We want to be the the proud uh, image bearers of God that pro, uh, proclaim the gospel through the world. That is what we want to be. But we're also human. Mm-hmm. And until we get our glorified body and sin is done away with now and forever, until death and Sheol, as the uh, Hebrew would put it, is cast into the lake of fire, there is going to be sin. Sin is prevalent on this earth. But take heed and take hope because Christ is making us perfect and Christ will come again. Mm. And he will establish his kingdom here on earth. So that's what I got for those those who, who hold into the law. And it's a little bit deep. Yeah. Uh, so what would you say to someone who... You and your follow-up questions. I always have a follow-up question. I, I always... I, I have like... It, pretend people in my head. You know, know that. I always have pretend people or, that are asking Or you're just confused. <laughs> sure. No, this is... I, I'm thinking of... Uh, his name is Kevin. I'm thinking of... Sweet, Kevin. I'm thinking right. of sweet Kevin. Let me talk head. to Kevin. Talk to Kevin for a little bit. I'm trying to think how Kevin would word the question. Mark, um, sit down. I want to talk to Kevin. Okay. Bye. <laughs> but, uh, no, so so you got someone who's like, all right, bro, I, I, I hear you, you know, um, but, but I still find myself... St- not ne- like, like, you know, I, I defeat it some days, I don't defeat it other days, mm-hmm. and I defeat it mm-hmm. some days, and I just don't defeat it other days. How do I keep the hope up of fighting the good fight? You know what I'm saying? Like, like in terms of what if I'm still struggling, but it's hard, I'm getting tired, I'm getting beat up, I'm getting worn down. Mm-hmm. What would you say to Kevin or... Um, well, you already gave Kevin the answer. Oh. You already gave it to him like five minutes ago. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> you forgot. You already gave him the answer. You forgot. Uh huh. You said, "Seek out a brother." Yeah. Ask for help. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's what your tribe's for. Yeah. That's why we lean on each other. That's, see, you just you already you sang the you sang the song and you forgot it already. So that's that's what I would suggest. I like study that. the scriptures. Pray. Lean on your brother. 
I like that. Uh, are those your closing thoughts, that's, bro? That's it, bro. I ain't got nothing else. You know, with this one, I I think a lot of times Christian nowadays, like we have the reverse where the the we were just talking about this out there. The the world we grew up in was very hard nosed, and it was the independent fundamental. The fundies. You have to do things a certain way. You have to look a certain way, act a certain way, dress a certain way, talk a certain way, or you're obviously not a Christian. Right. You're not bearing fruit. Right. And it's and it was it became checkless Christianity to, in, right. in order to look clean and look good and whitewash tomb type stuff. Yes. It didn't mess with the heart. Yes. You know, so we Christianity has almost flipped to the other side though, where it's like rather than like being so strict to everything, so loosey goosey and everything. I call it hippie Christianity. Hippie Christianity, you know, and and my thought with that is this is something that Americans struggle with mm-hmm. is you have to be on one side or the other right? when it comes to politics, when it comes to decisions, when it comes to whatever it's, it's, it's like everyone wants to be black. Not, well, not like skin, but like it's a black and white issue. It's either this or this. And it's like, no, this is like, this is what the gospel says. Like, this is what the Bible says. They're dealing in black and white and we're saying, no, there's red. There's color. <laughs> there's com- Ooh, completely- there's red because Jesus' oh. blood washes us white as snow. Bam. Look at, woo, look at that. <laughs> Scarlet thread, man. But, Anyways. you know, with sin, we, we read that Jesus has already defeated death and he defeated mm-hmm. the power of right. sin. So it's the fact of, you know, we, we we need to fight the fight intentionally to make sure that sin doesn't have dominion over us and right. make sure we set up our own safeguards and figure out how we tick. But something that I, I try to do is I go, okay, so why do I do, like, I ask the why question of why do I sin? What is it that trying to fulfill? What What is the bigger picture? Because if you're just like, um, yeah, I just need to stop doing that. Like, I need to stop. Like, like if someone gets convicted, let's say about their language, like, I just need to stop gossiping. Okay, stop. And they just have a hard time. Well, and part of it is, that, I mean, yeah, you can, you got to put forth the effort. Right. God and has done his part. God has sent his son to die on the cross for our sin. But what I'm saying and is, but if someone part. goes, okay, so why do I gossip? Is it because it makes me feel better about myself and tear someone That's down? That's why you got to look at the heart of the issue. Yeah, heart of the issue. So I say, if you can walk those whys all the way back, I think those are better than just saying, just stop it. Just stop it. Rather than say, well, okay, so yes, I need to stop it, but right. why do I do it? And sometimes right. when you get down to that why, you can find that root Right. And really get to that deep, hard part of I sin because I'm trying to fill this void. Because a lot of times when we sin, it's because either God ain't filling us up or we're not letting ourselves be filled up. Well, area. God always tries to fill us up, so it's usually on our our part. But <laughs> We dum-dums. We are absolute dum-dums. Yep. But that's all the thoughts I got on that topic, bro. Nice, man. You got anything else or is that? That's it, man. All I'm right. Good. You ready to head on to the next segment, though? Let's do it. Let's go. Time for... Fun facts <laughs> I hope people enjoy your kids laugh, man. You know, we got a serious conversation like sin. It's nice just to hear a little kid laugh. Know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. It just kind of reminds you of the faith Ooh. like a child. Oh, Ooh. inherits the kingdom. Just saying. Here we go. But, bro, what fun fact do we got tonight? All right. This is a fun fact which you have not seen, which nope, is great. Nope, so nope. this is for Mark and our listeners. Mark and listeners, did you know popcorn is the healthiest cinema snack and has a serious health benefit? I did. Benefits. I did. I did know this. Okay. Eating popcorn builds builds bone, muscle, and tissue, as well as aiding digestion 
and being good for your teeth. Did you know all that? No, I didn't know that. I just knew it wasn't Boom. bad for you until they put all the butter and the salt yeah, the popcorn and the seasoning is, and right. all those various different things. But actually, okay, so when you go to the movies, do you have to get popcorn? Dude, you have to. You can't. Dude, I'm at home, and if I'm watching like a movie I've rented, it's like it's time for you popcorn. You got to have popcorn. It's time for popcorn. I'm, I'm popcorn or Swiss cake rolls, bro. Oh, no. Popcorn See, it's or pop, Swiss cake rolls? Popcorn or Skittles. Oh, I, I like the Skittles. The I Skittles. like them a lot. Oh, but so, if, so basically what I'm hearing you say is millennials don't eat kale. Don't eat that. <laughs> kale. Don't begin that cliff bar. Just get some popcorn. Cliff bars are pretty good. But yes, Actually, yeah. pop, popcorn, popcorn, no butter, no salt, though. I mean, they didn't say the butter Petal corn is my favorite. I'm so excited. Oh, this fall. corn. Oh. So, so Aldi, Aldi has a... And I know you don't like pumpkin, so it's not going to be a no, big thing. I don't thing like for you. pumpkin. But it's a pumpkin cheesecake drizzled caramel corn. And it's like, ha ha! At Aldi's. At Aldi's. And it's probably like $2 oh. a bag instead of 20 like it is at all the other stores. Yeah, it's Aldi's pretty is cheap. That cheap. I don't know what it is, but it's cheap. It's and cheap. It's good. But either way, guys, we are so thankful that you decided to listen to us again. You know, it's cool to know there's people out there, people out there yeah. listening and tuning in and having these conversations. And we can continue these conversations offline. If you got right. more thoughts or questions, you know, we get messages from like people all the time where it's like, you know, I listened to this. What do you think about this? Right. Or we'll get people, hey, that was really cool. I didn't think about it that way. So we appreciate that. We want you guys to reach out to us. So literally the easiest place to go is our website. <laughs> RealtalkChristianPodcast.com. From there, you can find our Instagram or our Facebook handles. Or you email. can also go to the email, RealtalkChristianPodcast at gmail.com. Or the phone number, you can text or call. Bro, you could call us. Talk to us. One you can on call one. us on our cell phone. 574-400-5352. I know it now. I know it. <laughs> or you can even go get the merch, get the swag. Because it's getting a little chilly. Shopping. Hey. If you need to represent RTC I'm while you're saying, going to the pumpkin patch. Maybe for Black Friday. Maybe, oh, maybe we do some, something for Black oh, Friday. We can do a coupon code. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, about. so that way when people wander where the Wi-Fi is weak, they can oh, wear the RTC sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. All right, I man. love it, man. Well, hey, guys. Seriously, reach out to us. We love you all. But until next time. Take it easy. <laughs>